Super Jackpot! of pinball podcasting nick lane and kevin manny of buffalo pinball boom shakalaka no nick they didn't hear you well you know it's too late i said some fucking great stuff you missed it uh, you had to be here and even if you were here you didn't hear it you had me on mute yeah he should be good now though fuck well you know what no we got a good start as usual that's right right. so i i said after kevin said his his line i said well i don't even i'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it. Do it again. Here's, here's the deal. We've got a, a showdown with, with uh, Deep Root versus Pinball Adventures theme off. Yeah. So there you go. So this is a... Uh... In other words, <laughs> a lot of Deep Root because it's our favorite topic and Funny Factory too. Yeah, man. It was, got it... some good news in the last couple of weeks. It's Funny Factory and Deep Root, our favorite uh, show topics. I was, I was thinking about it. It's been... Wow. But, you know, it's like all this... this the, the, the drought of pinball news started in like March. So we filled in with interviews and we had guests on and things like that. And then just like everything came at us all at once here. And it was Deep Root coming at us. It was a new Avengers Infinity Quest. And then to top it all off, new Punny Factory news. It's like, we got to do a show. Let's get to it. So um, before we get into that, why don't we thank our partners? And we have a new one. Uh, so I'll get started. Um, Pin Stadium, pinstadium.com. Save 10% with coupon code Buffalo on awesome led lighting for your pinball machines uh app controlled uh lighting uh that you can uh, apply to any machine looks great it'll uh um you can color match the the colors on your play field if you want you can get cool add-ons like uh um like the orion's belt or all that fun stuff check them out pinstadium.com double danger ddpinball.com I'm, I'm decked out in double danger tonight um, they got some of our stuff in stock still. I think they still got a couple hoodies if you want to grab one and start and get cold. Um, go over there, check them out for all your pinball swag needs. The Mod Couple, themodcouplepinball.com for all your mod needs for all your sweet, sweet pinball machines. Make them look great. Flipping out pinball, if you're looking to buy a brand new pinball machine like Avengers Infinity Quest, check out Zach at flipnoutpinball.com. Flip the letter N out, pinball.com. Pinside, the exclusive source of Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, talking, uh, top 100, 200, 300. You got um, game reviews. You got latest news. Uh, it's really the, the the ultimate web destination for all things pinball. Check them out, pinside.com. Jersey Jack Pinball. Jersey Jack, hmm. They may have something going on later next month. Uh, check them out, jerseyjackpinball.com. They make amazing looking pinball machines and they're teasing something new. We'll talk about that later. Pinball EDU, pinballraffle.org to get in on the latest raffle for uh, the 501c3 charity Pinball EDU goes to benefit them and Spinner's Pinball Arcade. You can win a new Stern Pinball machine uh, for the raffle ticket cost of just 40 bucks a month. So there you go. Uh, Community Beerworks, communitybeerworks.com for all your uh, microbrewery, nanobrewery needs. And they're, they're not a nanobrewery, are they anymore, Nick? No, no, they're they're, they're they're a macro brewery. They're all now. grown up brewery. Uh, they're a big big boy brewery, uh, but they make be- good beer. I hear if you drink beer, you probably like theirs. Uh, coming back 
with a vengeance. Holy crap, it's Tilt Cycle. TiltCycle.com. Dan Burfield said, I need to get back in on that hot bro action. Let's, uh, let's, let's do it up. I mean, we've always loved Dan. And if you've watched my streams, I have my, my play field in the back, and everybody always asks about it. So we couldn't be more excited to have uh, Dan back on as one of our partners. Um, check them out. TiltCycle.com. Upcycled pinball art. So he takes old, uh, unusable pinball pieces and parts and play fields and pop bumpers and all sorts of stuff, turns them into awesome pieces of art. So um, if you want to spice up your bathroom, your arcade, your bedroom, your living room, go to tiltcycle.com, buy something, and uh, throw it up on your wall. Comet Pinball, makers of awesome LED lighting for your pinball machines. This is this is all the lighting that goes under the play field. The pin stadiums go on top. Uh, Comet Pinball goes underneath. Uh, all your inserts, all your GI, make them look great, bright with Comet Pinball LEDs. Pinball Mix, if you want to make your machine sound great, maybe you have a Mustang and you don't like the music and you want to change it. Go to pinballmix.com, use coupon code BUFFALO to save 10% and get a free Easter egg on your remix soundtrack for your pinball machine. And finally, Titan Pinball, titanpinball.com, save 10% with coupon code BUFFALO on silicone competition rings for your pinball machine. Uh, they hold up better, they look better, they clean better, and um, they just, you know, they'll make you feel good. So there you go. That's our thanks to our partners. Could not do it without you guys. And I really appreciate everybody who uh, shows them support. So there you go. Nick Lane. What do you think? I do for you. What do you, what do you think about uh, Avengers Infinity Quest? We should probably talk about that, right? I saw it a little bit. So you want to, theme wise, I was surprised to see another Avengers pin. Mm -hmm. did one the last 10 years so i i didn't see it coming we wanted to talk about theme yeah uh, but then again the original avengers was kind of a dud you know it's just an undesirable game wasn't that great though avengers being a hot property in terms of a movie license uh I, I guess i guess it made sense to kind of redo it again and do it justice yeah it did seem very like i know like at Pinball companies, for whatever reason, they just keep redoing these themes, you know, between uh, Stern and Jersey Jack. And, you know, you see um, themes that have been done get done again, but hopefully better the second time. I, I don't think anybody would argue that Pirates is worse the second time around. This looks much, much better than the original Avengers. Um, and like you said, the theme continues to be hot. So uh, I'm excited to play. It's Keith Elwin's latest game. You know, he's two for two as far as I'm concerned with, with pinball machines. And... Uh, yeah, it looks great. It's got Zombie Yeti art. Um, so the combo is Zombie Yeti plus Keith Elwin. You got my interest, right? Um, so what do you think of like the whole entire package, art-wise, presentation-wise? Um, have you seen any of the gameplay yet or anything like that? Like a couple minutes. It's it's hard for me to watch gameplay because I I can't form an accurate opinion, mm -hmm. you know, on it. So. I try not to have too many strong opinions. I'm just watching it and just looking at the art. But, I, you know, it's really colorful. I'm looking at it right now. Mm -hmm. um, it's cool how they brought back the thing that pops up, right, from the, the center, and, like um, on Circus Voltaire, right? And you can lock the ball underneath the game. Like, that's, a, that's a cool little toy. Um, at, when I first saw it, it, the layout struck me as being similar to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, just having back-to-back -back games that that just on a quick like five-second look resembled each other, mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure you know I'm sure when you play it, it's nothing like it, and it looks different in person. So, yeah. yeah. So I've seen. Um, I was watching Bang Back had a launch party tournament, and they were streaming it yesterday. So I watched a, a bit of that. 
and the um it, that was the pro and it looks cool like the the shots are cool like the right orbit reminds me of dialed in how it goes from an orbit into a ramp it's got a lot of interesting shots which it this is the first game I've watched in a long time on a stream. And I was like, man, I just want to shoot that. It looks really fun to shoot. Um, it didn't, so it didn't have this, this big, uh, wireform ramp on the right hand side, the pro, let me pop over to that picture. So the pro has a spinner here on the right for captain Marvel and the premium LE has this crazy wireform, uh, which looks impossible to hit. It goes, uh, you shoot it in and it goes straight up and over, but somehow, it works. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the other big thing is the, you can see it in the background of that photo, is the uh, gauntlet, uh, Infinity Gauntlet is in the premium LE. It's not in the Pro. Uh, it looks it's a little, I mean, it looks cartoony, but that's the theme of the machine. So that was one of the gr critiques when the pictures were first revealed. They're like, oh, that looks pretty chintzy. And I won't disagree that it does, doesn't. But, uh, you know, it's, I think either people are going to replace it with a mod of some sort, or you're just gonna get used to looking at it because it kind of blends in with the whole package uh, when you look what at part it. does the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet in the back there. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not great. Um, yeah, but theme wise, like you said, it's it's still still relevant. Looks fun. Keith Elwin game. I mean, Jurassic Park. His last game was a redo too, but at least that was like 20 years before this one, and not less than a decade ago. It you know, but. We'll see. I mean, who knows when when I'll get to play one, but hopefully soon. But it it could be a while. Yeah. How's my mic chat? Is that better? Couldn't hear me before. Yeah. I boosted you up a little bit and give I'll, me a little boost. Yeah. You give yourself Turbo. a little boost too. <laughs> Turbo right. boost. Uh, we had some questions about your. Let's go back to the uh, before we proceed. Uh, questions about the room you're in tonight. Can you tell us a little bit about that? The VR room. Yeah. It's very blue. I told him it was very Twitch streamer of him to be in a blue yeah. room like that. Oh shit! It does look legit. Yeah, it does look like a, I'm. Uh, you know what I should do? I should I should turn my LEDs on too. Yeah, you're you're one upping me over there. I'm at <laughs> my uh my stand up desk. Oh, there you go. You're doing the I've healthy got thing. LEDs up the goddamn wall. You can't even see all the LEDs here. <laughs> I just put in uh, more fans in my computer of LEDs. Oh man, I've got LEDs backlighting on my monitor. There you I've go. I got a uh, LEDs mouse pad, LED keyboard, <laughs> LED uh, headset holder. Because you need that. You need it. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's been your pandemic project so far? Trying to keep sane. Yeah. You have to have projects. Yeah. yeah. Projects keep me out of trouble, so. That's right. <laughs> All right. So anything else on Avengers? What do you think? Got to play it, man. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. I, like, the theme does nothing for me. Like, I don't care about these Marvel themes, so um, I don't care about Avengers. So if it's a fun game, then... And great fun game good rules who did the rules for this uh i think it was rick nagel again who's been on keith's other two games so i think okay. keith designs the rule set and then rick implements them right i think that's the relationship yeah so God, they're, they're really asking questions about the um <laughs> that's right he's got a monster pc now he's there's a lot of blue uh, that's all i could say i mean i i have i have control so but blue um yeah like he's song <laughs> all right <laughs> let's get back to it <laughs> yeah uh, all right um next up it's deep root ladies and gentlemen uh retro atomic zombie adventure lane so let me set the table here we rewind like you, you set the table and then i'll clear it off all right sounds good. so <laughs> rewind it about a year or not a year well you could rewind it like three or four years but rewind it about a month 
Deeper starts uh, teasing that it's finally get, they're finally gonna they're ready to reveal they're ready to go. Um, so they post a little teaser graphic on their website and it's got it's got uh, like a, a alien on there and it's got some letters and over the course of the next few weeks they fill in the letters to be the the date where everything's gonna drop. Lives are gonna change. Uh, Robert <laughs> Mueller called out um, Jody Dankberg saying thanks for for uh, for inspiring us. All this stuff on their Facebook page. So they fly down or bring in, I, th- I think they were mostly local folks, um, six, fo- six like quote unquote pinball media people to come and see their big reveal. Uh, can, they, I, can I just, can I hit pause for a second? Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Why fucking do that? Like they're just hemorrhaging money. They have to be he- hemorrhaging money. Because they're they're behind behind schedule by like what is it, a year and a half, two years, dude, at least, and just putting games out, yeah. So they're hemorrhaging money, and for the reveal, they're like, let's fly down six people. Yeah, well, Some I think maybe local. Maybe so like, most, I think uh, most of them were local. I think you know, there's, well, okay. I don't know. I don't, they ended up being like it was like a Colin Mc, McAlpine was one of them. He was local. I'm not sure. So I don't think they ended up spending as much bringing people in as they would they were planning on it. Like Rudy was was gonna be our in if the thing was at TPF in the <laughs> spring. He yeah. got he had approval. He was gonna go because he was planning on going to TPF. He was gonna get the scoop on Deep Root for us, but COVID waylaid all of that. So, um, fast forward to you know a week or so ago, they they they're like, okay, everybody come in. We're gonna we're gonna show you the game, show you everything, and then Monday, which was the twenty first, I think that was the day. Um, here it is. We're going to drop it all. Everybody's going to see it. It's going to be the deep root you've been waiting for. And we were, so this week in pinball, the morning of, they said later in the day, there's going to be an interview with deep root, or it's going to be the big reveal and all that. And then about midday that day, they just put the brakes on. They said, we're not doing it. So God, how bad was it? I mean, how is there such a disconnect between they're announced that they're ready to go. And this is after they've had delays, right, on, on games. So they've delayed it at least. They were going to have it at, like, Texas Pinball, and then we're mm. going to have another time. So they're at, like, delay two or three right now. Yeah. How how bad are – like, the first time you mess up, okay. The second time you mess up, all right. The third time is the charm. Like, I, I just don't get it, man. Yep. I don't get how they're just that bad. How – the, the people come in from the reveal and they're like, dude, you can't release it. Is that what happened? That's pretty much it. So here's what they, here's the message that they put on their website. They said, Deep Root Pinball has spent years redesigning the pinball machine from the ground up with countless novel approaches. On this past Saturday, we had hoped to host a launch event with six well-known pinball personalities. Due to technical issues and lots of feedback from our guests, it ended up being more of a beta event. Whatever that means. Um, you got fucked. Yep. Uh, we are grateful and thankful to Lauren, Carrie, Colin, Jeff, Chris, and Crystal for their invaluable feedback and involvement in refining our pla- platform to be the best it could be. So they had to have outsiders come in and tell them that these games are not ready to show off is what it sounds like. It, if you're a company and you're at that point where you're like, all right, we're ready to show our product. And then it takes people coming in from the outside to tell you that this isn't ready for prime time. There's There's some... There's some problems there, right? There's a there's a culture problem right. because there's pinball people who work in there, yeah. And you know, Steve Bowden is not blind; he knows what's going on, right? So, 
I don't get it. I mean, this can't be the first time that they've heard there's problems or saw there's problems that people from the outside had to come in and tell them. Right. So it tells me there's a terrible culture there. Yeah. Where people are, are either not heard when they raise concerns or they're afraid to speak up and say anything. Um, but that's what that tells me. That's yeah. what that tells me. If you have to have people from the outside come in and say something. All right. So the letter continues. The result is the realization that we are not as ready for launch as we had hoped. We are already working hard to fix the technical issues and implement our guests' feedback. So they came in, the guests uh, said there's technical issues, we have all this other feedback, and now they're working to implement the things that the, the guests uh, gave them, I guess. So the only right decision today is to postpone the public release of our platform, our first game, Raza, Retro Atomic Zombie Adventureland. We hope that you agree that releasing a well-engineered and fun-to-play Raza is in everyone's best interest. So is that applying that it's currently not well-engineered or fun-to-play? It's kind of how I read that, but yeah. And this is Ross is a game that was, you know, J-pop swindled people out of their money on, or had the concept of like what almost ten years ago now. Yep. Right. Like this is at least a seven-year-old concept mm -hmm. game. So still not seeing the light of day. Yep. Jesus, dude. Started off as Ben Heck Zombie Adventureland, right? I think so. Way back when. So the the final paragraph. We hope to up hope to update you during this process. They hope to update us. They're not going to. They're they're hopeful that they can do it. Uh, we remain deeply committed to delivering the highest quality of gameplay and innovation to our players. We thank you for your continued trust and patience. The team at d Ball. So there you go. So the uh, Facebook comments was just like an avalanche of just shitting on them. And, you know, this is all this is all their fault. This is all their fault for coming out and being cocky. We've, we've talked about this on the podcast from day one. You know, the, the guy's attitude of just shitting on all the other manufacturers saying, you know, things are easy, blah, blah, blah. And then still, what, three, four years later, still no game, still delays, still just complications. It's a, it's a joke at this point. Like, even if a year from now they release a game and the game's great, that's great. I mean, I, I want to see a great game. It still doesn't negate all of, like, these horrific missteps that he's made along the way because, again, you're hemorrhaging money. You're, when you're this far behind schedule, a, a year, year and a half, you're just bleeding money. I don't even understand how they're still paying people or they're still in business. It just makes no sense. I don't know how many games they have to sell at this point just to dig themselves out of this hole. Yeah, because they've been, you know, two or three years now, they've been running this company and em employing folks. Uh, they have a whole arsenal of designers and rules people. They have to build up a factory to just keep spending money, spending money, spending money without bringing in anything at all. What is going on over there? Dude, what <laughs> is going on? This is, uh, I would love to, I, I think I said this to you in our chat. Like, I would love to see a documentary on this. Like, because <laughs> it would be fascinating just to hear, like, this is the stuff that we're seeing as the public, yeah. right? Oh my God. Like, all the missteps. What the hell is happening behind the scenes, right? Like, just what, what craziness is happening? It's true. He, his, he hasn't taken any money yet, though. But... He did come out of the gate punching. He was he was firing it on all cylinders. Pinball is easy. We're, nobody can do it yeah. like the way we can. Yeah. We're going to bring two hundred yeah. innovations. It was yeah. it's the bombastic nature of this guy that really painted him in a negative light to start with, and then to say we're going to have the five days of deep root. There's going to be all these machines. We've got all these themes. We're going to launch with this big bang. Last year didn't happen. Came to this year. COVID happened. Okay, yes, that's out of everybody's control. But clearly, six months after COVID, they're still not ready to go. So they wouldn't have been ready to go at TPF. Um, so you can't blame that on COVID. And then here we are. 
and they they do the and then like the the four week countdown to the reveal that wasn't ready to go. And, and how many games were they supposed to release like concurrently? I I want to say it was five. Like there was like stupid. five days of deep root last year yeah. was supposed to be all of these games at once, and now they they barely have one working. So next step was so later that day, um, a couple photos leaked, uh, which was this photo of raza the cabinet so they had pulled back and said we're not going to show anything and then a couple of pictures leaked this one and that one and are you the, showing it yeah so you'll go. see it in a sec let's talk about this um so what what's your first take on this uh look this at, is like one of those cabinet. things where like you see in the in the on the the, the the sunday comics or the the, the funny pages or whatever you're like what's wrong with this picture Jesus, where do we begin? All right. The, the first thing that struck me was, uh, please tell me I'm wrong. I'm, 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 I'm just assuming based on the picture. So maybe this is wrong. Look at, look at the sharp edges. Oh, yeah. Where you put your hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, this guy's like, this guy said to our, our, our friend with Thunderbirds, uh, and he saw the, the little flipper, the sharp flippers. He's like, fucking hold my beer, bro. I got this. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, because look at the sharp edges. How do you rest your hand on it like, at, comfortably? After like, I saw these pictures, I walked up to like any one of my other pinball machines and I just put my hands on it. I was like, "These are expertly designed lock bars. Like they fit my hand perfectly. Why <laughs> would you change that? <laughs> Why would you? Ch- yeah, exactly. Why would you change it? Nobody has been complaining about the lockdown bar, like the edges on it. That's not a thing, yeah. right? There, there are things that might be able to address or fix or improve in pinball that's not one of them and he took a step back so okay great yeah and the, the chat room's with you everybody said you know it looks sharp <laughs> you can you can get the stigmata playing this yeah, yeah. <laughs> so god you fall down or something on that you're oh, done god. like it's yeah. not in a bar you need you know what you need you know those you uh, poke an eye out those things for toddlers that you put on the edges of your uh your coffee tables and stuff the little bumpers you need those for yeah. for your pinball machine here dude you can poke your eye out with that pinball machine and that should be impossible <laughs> Put your eye out. All right. So beyond the the pointy lock bar corners, anything else stand out here for you? Um, I'm trying to make heads or tails of the back box. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to tell what's going on from this picture. I don't know. Maybe it looks better in person. I don't know if the back box is horrible. Again, it's one of those things. It's like you don't need to mess with it. Like. You don't you're just taking a, a big risk because the back box is accepted it's not something that pinball players are saying you know i'm not buying a pinball machine because i don't like back boxes as as they are right so why mess with it the only thing that you can do by messing with it is just risk somebody not like it. okay so so there's that let me let me um, comment on the back box so i like the back please. box i think it's cool looking and if this machine was on location, it would make it stand out from everything else. But not in a negative way. Like, I think of the highway back box and how janky that looked. Compared to this, this is like, wow, that's cool looking. And it fits this theme. Like, it's got this cool retro modern uh, theme or style to it. And I think that's like, like that's all J-pop. He's all design. He's all, like, make everything look awesome. So it fits this game. Would it fit other themes, which we'll get into later, like, say... A game maybe like called Food Truck or something. Why uh, is uh Why is it on stilts though? You see, why is it like separated? By it's a tags? It's a style thing. It's a design thing. Which I, and it's funny somebody brought up uh, Mr. And Mrs. Pac Man or um, uh, Centaur Two. You know those those have like the two part back boxes like that, and everybody like universally hates them. So 
bringing back stuff people don't like. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think that, I think it just looks bizarre where yeah. you can kind of see through the back, right? It's not like one solid thing. But that's it's really, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, I like it, but you know, different strokes for different folks, right? And the display is just that kind of thin DMD. Yeah, it's like a super that wide screen, yeah, with speakers on the sides. And also, mm-hmm. speakers by your crotch down at the bottom. Did you notice those? That's not, that's not just art? No, so down on either side of the coin door, uh, there are speakers. And my favorite. Would you want them there? My, well, here's why. But so, going back, there's there's so many layers to this. So the um, after those pictures leaked, the next day there's this massive dump of information on this weekend pinball, including descriptions of the machine, more photos, which I'll show you here in a second, and those <laughs> those speakers are designed to put you in the oral. A-U-R-A-L, envelope. The oral envelope, they call it. It's, you're, you're just supposed to be wrapped up in sound. Nah, that's not how it works. There's <laughs> <laughs> a man who's got like nine speakers in his living room. For, like, that's not how it works, okay? It's the you or- don't put it in your fucking crotch. It's the oral envelope. Right? <laughs> uh, that is so dude. It's also dude. a good place for your kids to stuff their... Uh, or cheesy crackers or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You don't <laughs> want to put that on location. Just, yeah, it's a terrible idea. Okay. So let's move on to some of the pictures that came out the next day. So this is the pin bar. So this, they like to, all their innovations are pin something pretty much. So this is the pin bar. Uh, that's the apron screen pointy finger wrist uh, palm thing that oh, we saw earlier. Oh, here's a good picture. Yeah, yeah, let's see that. So this is... This shows a little bit more about what it is. So it's a, it's a heads-up display. It can also have um, game-integrated features. So you can see on the right there by Steve's thumb, it says ball save. So you can integrate controls on it as well as at, on the left, it says like 200 tickets. So it looks like it's got some pinball redemption kind of stuff to, going too, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool, but it's hard to say without playing it how effective it would be because you think about think about something like the the ball save on black knight where you have to like move your hand all over to the middle and whack the the bar at least that's a tactile button right you kind of sure. you kind of feel where you're going when you're playing pinball and you're like slap saving and stuff are you gonna like accidentally hit the the ball save button there or are you gonna hit something else by accident because you can't like feel it while you're trying to watch the ball i don't know uh what do you think yeah. about the the pin bar I'm, I'm, I'm like neutral on it right like it's yeah. like okay well here's a innovation i didn't think i needed it but maybe once you have it and play with it you're like everything should be like this right like it, it, it's cool so i have i have honestly no idea yeah. i'd have to play it i can't get over the sharp edges though <laughs> yeah they like need- look at where like look at where steve's hands are it's like it's going right into that i yeah. i'm not sorry i'm having trouble moving past the sharp <laughs> it's edges. Okay. i have another photo of it here somewhere uh right there so this is uh you can do like stuff you would normally do inside the coin door on this little screen, which is kind of cool. I mean, second, uh, <clears throat> hang on. I can't not look at the flipper alignment on this game. Look at the flipper alignment. Can you see the flippers? Yeah. So I imagine <laughs> that's just, you know, it's messed up. It's just broken. This game's not even functioning. They spend more time on every, all this other garbage and they can't even do the basic shit. Right. Right. So you, this is your bigger reveal. You're going to have people come out and play it. You got Cal McAlpine there, who's a you know the former Pinburg champion, and the numbers aren't aligned. It's like 
What does that tell you? <laughs> you know, as as Pinball Nerd Podcast said in it, like the, the pin bar could be the most interesting pinovation, but must add more cost than it's worth, right? Like that's the other thing too. Like you're going to do that. Just, just adding more cost. Is right. it worth it? Yeah. Anyways. Innovation for innovation's sake, you know? I mean, it could. Sure. Like I like the idea of adding more control options into pinball it like we've seen with the uh with the the screen in the back box you know now that we have this real estate on the screen we can do more complicated games because there's better ways to communicate with the player so this could be that in a different kind of kind of format uh a more interactive part portion you know maybe there's ways we can interact with the pinball machine that you weren't able to before so i'm definitely interested in that um yeah that's okay but Again, without playing it, without seeing it fully executed, it's hard to say. Um, all right, so let's go back to the pictures. They're just nowhere. I mean, they're just nowhere near releasing this thing. Like the other thing that that took me back was that all of the innovations they talked about, everything in this big, huge article on 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 pin, uh, pinball this week in pinball, it was all about like everything except the actual game. <laughs> It's like, we got this crate you can put it in. We got this screen. But, you know, tell me about what's on the play field. What are you going to do under the glass where I play the game of pinball that's going to be different? Um, where are you innovating there? It seems kind of like everything around the pinball machine is being innovated, but nothing new under the play field. Oh, that was the other thing. Ball search made me think of this. Um, I think somebody in Discord mentioned, like, how many times have you seen tournament players punch the locked bar out of anger? <laughs> <laughs> when they drain the ball like goodbye yeah. pin bar see ya not you yeah. should not that you should be doing that but it happens True. all right Sorry. so there there's the i can i'll show you here I'll give you a second to catch up the uh the screen the dmd display area underneath the the back box it's cool looking um it looks like nice and high resolution and i kind of like how they've segmented out the different portions of it um i wonder if it's because like sometimes on the stern screens things can be a little small and hard to see i wonder if that would play out here but i think you've got more real estate i don't know it's hard to hard to tell without standing in front of a machine and seeing it yeah one of those things it just seemed like the like the text like you would see like player one that just seems Mm -hmm. like really small and yeah and this is like like consider where this picture is taken from like you're right up in front of it Mm so it's i don't know man looks like a good uh good resolution but, uh, I think I think Stern has it like the minimum size now for what they're trying to do, and then you know Jersey Jack is ideal. Yeah, the other side of it. Um, so let's see here. So, oh, I don't have the. Other, I must have deleted that picture. I had to take some pictures out of here. So, uh, one of the pictures they showed off was the uh, um, the fold up glass, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, that's an amazing innovation!" So I went and I found the earliest game I could find, which is Bally's Wiggler from. 1967 uh that also has this feature so um there you go innovation from 1967 they're bringing it back boom boom and again something no one's asked for yeah and like you, for that one guy who asked for this like there you go dude you got it <laughs> and you nick you made a good point that, that no way would that their the way theirs props up it goes almost perfectly vertical so that yeah you, that would never work in your basement yeah i mean from what i can tell Right, just looking at the picture, I couldn't have that game in my house because I can't raise the glass fully up. Assuming that I need to raise it fully up, or that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to go up like it's supposed to. So, again, again, this is not something that anybody's asked for. It's not an issue I've ever had with 
the glass and the way the glass works. People were saying it's heavier do doing it this way. Um, I don't know how you replace the glass. Like if the glass breaks or so, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like this needed to happen. I don't know. I, I just don't understand why they're making these decisions. All right. Uh, so this brings us to the hammer test. The, <laughs> that was another, this is another thing they bragged about before the reveal, the good, the quote unquote reveal. Uh, they put out that you could get your hammer tested shirt and they, they've boasted that every, every play field that they're going to release is going to be tested with a hammer to make sure you're not going to get any dimples. Um, so I wanted to go to the article on This Week in Pinball about this because they, they had some insight on this. So here we go. Um, let's see. The, the tour group observed the demonstrations with the 16-ounce hammer test and the huge 750-gram pinball drop. And those, along with the regular pinball, definitely left craters or dents on the normal clear coat and did not leave dents on the cr or craters on the pin armor. So this, their uh, <laughs> innovation is called pin armor. Um, however, the VIP group had concerns regarding the quality and look of the pin armor coating as it is currently not smooth, but more like an orange peel. Oh, Robert, yeah. <laughs> Robert mentioned that this was an early version of the pin armor. When you run your hand over the playfield, it does not feel smooth like glass. During brief gameplay later in the evening on a playfield with pin armor, the ball did seem to roll normally and act as if it would on a normal playfield. There was no noticeable, unusual changes in ball activity on pin armor. So... I don't know, man. They came up with some really strong clear coat that makes it look like an orange peel. Is what it sounds like, but it's not still not ready to go. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I this is a thing that I want companies to address. Um, dimples don't bother me, believe it or not. Like, which is amazing. I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I, I maybe I've just always accepted since day one because my first game I ever had had dimples and like, okay, that's pinball. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, if you listen, if you can make a thing that doesn't dimple and doesn't increase the cost by any significant amount, then, then great, great. I'm all for that. I'm 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 all for something that's going to protect the play field and have it looking as good as you know, pretty much the day you got it. If you can if you can pull that off, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, <laughs> pre-hammered play field <laughs> isn't isn't an orange peel already dimpled? Pretty much, pretty much. They're just taking that step out of the process for the owner, but. Again, it's like in this thing they put out the next day, they're saying, well, it's not ready yet. But yeah. over the weekend, they were going to have everybody in for the big reveal when it was apparently they thought it was ready. They're, no, they're not even close. They're not even close to having these games done. I, I, I don't even understand how a year and a half ago they thought they were going to have something. It just makes n no sense. Yeah, not even close. We talked about Haggis. They, they've already done this. They did, the ha they did the big video at the Hammer Test. We talked about it on the stream. Um, yeah. But they did it with a, a different solution. They did like a clear plastic um, sheet over top of the, the play field. Um, something like that. It's, I think Bally or somebody did that before. I don't know. It's something that had been done before they brought it back. Probably improved on it, I assume. But I haven't played it or seen it in person. But yeah, everybody's kind of working on this. Well, uh, there's a few folks working on this um, this problem, trying to bring a solution to it. All right, back to the, back to the pictures. That was the, so here's another one. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, so on the bottom of the play field, they actually have it drawn out where the parts go. And they have things numbered and labeled. So that's cool. Like if, you, if you're if you fixing stuff or you're doing a play field swap, you can easily see where everything goes, um, easily line things up. But again, here this is the bottom of a Stargate. <laughs> Gottlieb was already doing this. So again, it's another 
innovation that's they're just kind of bringing it back they're not they're not bringing something new to the table with some of this stuff um stuff like the pin bar totally new totally interesting um yeah but you know new folks who might not be as familiar with the history of pinball you know would see that and go oh that's cool it's not my stern or my jjp or whatever but um yeah, not necessarily an innovation for a co- and again, it's like it does everything doesn't have to be an innovation, but this company was touting they're going to have 200 innovations and we're going to sell this platform and all this stuff over the past 3 years. So they're like set themselves up, set themselves up for this unrealistic level of expectation. Exactly. Um <laughs> here here's an here's an innovation, I'll give them that. It's the deep root pin pod. Did you see this when you were? Did you look through the uh, the article and yeah, see Godlib this? Yeah, used to do that shit. I thought the uh, the big crate. Oh, I haven't seen that. You're on. No. Yeah, you're on the other thing. Yeah, no, no, no. So this is oh. a giant wooden crate, reusable crate to ship pinball machines. So the idea is, you would buy a pinball machine, keep this somewhere, and then when you're ready to sell your machine, you could use it to ship it out again. You don't need to do that. You just wrap it. I guess if you're shipping it, like, ugh, God, how heavy does that make the thing to to ship it now? It's got to increase the shipping cost considerably. I know. Well, yeah, right? that, no kidding. How much heavier does it make it? But well, also, that, that thing's got itself has to be like a hundred pounds. Where the hell do you put it? Yeah, where the hell do you put it? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, this is this is amazing, dude. This is really. A, I, uh, I don't know, Nick. You're gonna have to move the Miata out of the garage because you have a pin pod now. It's got to go in the garage. It folds up. Maybe you can park the Miata in the pin pod. The fucking over-engineered shipping box. It folds up. Okay, yeah, it folds up. But how big is it when it folds up? It's still huge. Dude, I, I, uh, I'm confused. I'm and, just really confused. And heavy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Going good. Going good. Uh, solving a problem. Like, cause... <sighs> how many people would actually use this? I think Kyle Bassa in uh, in Discord mentioned this. He's a he's actually he's like a packaging engineer. This is his job. So I was like, oh, I need okay. I need your impressions of this. And he goes, it's solving a problem for like two percent of the the pinball market because this well, is the weirdest thing that this company is doing. They're solving problems that aren't real problems, right? And I think you're um, seeing that over and over. Yeah, yeah. It's this weird. I don't know. It's this weird personality in play, like that is laughable at this point it's just sorry like they this we're making this these decisions this needs to stop here's the deal uh, is my philosophy get a base hit mm-hmm. fucking make a pinball machine ship it and then over time you can start playing around with, with with some of these changes like don't put 200 new inventions in a in your first pinball machine ever what that means is like these innovations are, are things that are untested right so you might fail. There might be a good reason why other companies aren't doing this, right? So just make a pinball machine, get it working, then start tweaking it. Then start maybe getting a little better or experimenting. But this is a recipe for disaster, what they're doing. And yeah. again, things that people haven't asked for. Yeah, and it's it just seems like they they can't focus. They're just going on, we're going to add this in. We want to do this. They have the, the big like moonshot vision, but nobody there to kind of rein it in and say, this is the these are going to be the specs for our first pinball machine. And then we're going to ship it by this date. And then in the next one, we're going to introduce this. We're going to add this on. You know, they need to kind of roll these things out along the way. Um, the, and the other thing that was weird was, well, and, and, you know, they, they just did this massive dump of, of information, including like their next like eight titles or more. 
why would you reveal all of this? This is like the, the lifeblood of pinball, right? When a new game comes out, we start speculating about what's next. What's the next game from Stern? What's from Jersey Jag? When are they going to announce it? We think it's this, but we don't know for sure. Uh, but here it's like, okay, we know everything that's going coming. There goes your opportunity to kind of get everybody excited for the next game because we all know what's coming if it ever comes. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know how they're just bankrolling this fucking disaster. I, I don't understand it. I don't know. <laughs> I, there, there, there's <laughs> Fair more. enough, Kevin. There you go. That's all you got to say. Yeah, I don't know. There's more to Deep Root than Pinball. I know there's more. There's another company there. I don't know the ins and outs of it. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're selling drugs. Maybe, maybe there's drugs. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> all right. So, that Shell is, company. Shell yeah. company. Um, so, that's um, all I have for photos. But I do want to talk about So, let's talk about the titles they announced. The future planned titles. All right, are you ready for this, Ning Lane? Probably not. All right, so the first one, being honest, up is Fire and Brimstone. Let me get, let me read you the concept. Re- do. Relive the Old Testament alongside the prophets of ancient times, build up faith, or suffer the fire and brimstone of the wrath of God. A key feature: first multi-denominational religious pinball game designed by. <laughs> That's a feature. Something no one's asked for. Again, <laughs> put it in the column. We have to have a column. Things that nobody's asked for. Deep Root's got a monopoly on it. Um, this bro- guy's like, maybe this guy's like, just the fucking like, he's just got all the money in the world. He's like, I'm gonna troll these pinball people because he's nailing it. Uh, he and and what kind of struck me is this on this is that Robert Mueller is design is is uh, the primary designer on this machine. So not only is he running this company, apparently he's designing pinball machines. You think that's the motivation behind this? Is like I'm gonna start a pinball company so I can make my own games. I mean, I can't wait to see this game. To be honest, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is what I'm hype about. Mm-hmm. Can we get the reveal stream of that, please? Yeah, please. All right, not to be outdone by Fire and Brimstone, it's Food Truck. Food Truck primary designer. Do you, do you have any pictures of this? Or is this I did. I had to. I had to pull them out because I the. Slideshow only lets you put so many pictures in there. So, oh um, man, Kevin, um, I'll put the link in chat, and then you can you can you can see it if you want. You can pull it up online though, right? Like, oh yeah, I can actually. Let me um, let me go to the website. Yeah, they were, it's it's oh it's, it's been all adventures. Uh, let me see uh, if I go over here, and then bear with us, folks. You guys need to see this. Uh, here we go. Bam. Okay. Uh, here's food truck so um primary designer barry ausler uh get your orders filled quickly and accurately to keep your social media reviews up for maximum scores watch out your competitor the roach coach will try to steal your customers and look for any opportunity to post bad reviews and sabotage your business features some cool toys and mechs along with a fast-paced visual ordering (laughs) queue Features are cool toys. Some cool toys. <laughs> Some cool toys. <laughs> Fuck. Tell him, come on. He's trolling. He's trolling, dude. Some cool toys. It's got some cool toys. Look at the artwork. They did this like in an afternoon. <laughs> well, wait till you see more. Well, we can go back up and shoot Fire and Brimstone. There, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't deprive me of that. It's looking good, right? When did he when did he drop these bombs? This was all on that day after those two pictures leaked in this massive... I thought he was getting awesome um, license games. Uh, well, there's one licensed hint in here. Um, food truck, stay stay tuned for it. 
Uh, next up, Merlin's Arcade. Primary designer John Norris. John Norris finally coming back to pinball. Concept, Medieval Arcade Olympics set in the 80s. Train with Merlin and the Knights of the Round Table. Battle Morgan Le Fay to regain the Holy Poppin' Grail. Features based on 8-Ball Deluxe with flow and precision around new mechs. Unique gameplay HUD. So this is, so it's like uh, John Norris did Bad Girls, right? So he's going back to Bad Girls. Mm, yeah, because there's not enough games around that design. Yeah, so, I mean, it's great. We like that layout, but here we go again. Here we um, go again. With, with the Medieval Madness 2.0 theme, basically. So yep. ma- take ma- uh, Bad Girls, Medieval Madness, smash them up. You got Merlin's Arcade. All right, next and up. 200 innovations in a pinball machine. <laughs> and, and in glass, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. too high to raise. That you, if you have a low basement, get fucked. And you'll, you can only play it for five minutes before your palms hurt. All right. That's right. The Who, the, the band that made the song that all the pinball people don't like. Let's do, let's do a, a, a game about them. Uh, primary designer Barry Ausler, concept. The, take the legendary band The Who on an amazing journey in search of the pinball wizard. Uh, features some unique mechs. And special effects round out this some, m- musical spectacle. Some, some unique mechs. They need to hire a, unique. They need to hire a marketing writer. That's all. I they know. need to hire marketing people yeah. and communications people. Four years ago, dude, remember when uh, Deep Root? This is like, uh, help me out, Kev. Two or three years ago, when they were a sponsor of what was it, Pinberg? Yeah, they were sponsoring a tournament. Uh-huh. That was years ago. They yep. were spending marketing dollars to sponsor pinball tournament when they still didn't even have a game out. I know. They, how that, tell me how that makes sense. Yeah, they've been like year-long sponsors of Papa for a few years now. What's the point? That's just money. This is something to laugh at now. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's good for the replay foundation, so I'm glad they're getting. Yeah, it. Yeah, well, listen, I'm not. That's not the point. I'm <laughs> looking at it from the marketing perspective. Like their marketing decisions are, just could not be any worse. Yep. All right. Okay. We we got a long way to go here. They announced a lot of titles here, so we got to keep moving. We'll take a deep breath. Whew. Ready? Gladiator. How many titles, Kevin? Uh, uh, more. But at least four or five more. All right. Gladiator, primary designer, Barry Osler. Concept, play as Septimus, a captured slave who must rise the ranks of the gladiators of Rome. Hone your skills, kill the senators, and overthrow the emperor who killed your family and enslaved you. Features, based on 3D space cadet layout. Oh, my God. First virtual table converted to a physical layout. Subways galore. Have you ever, All right. have you ever gone back and looked at the layout of space cadet? So Space Cadet is the one that was on like Windows 98 that everybody played when you were supposed to be doing your homework or, or working. Uh, you were flipping around on Space Cadet. That layout is weird. And to a- actually get that to work, it's got these like mini pop bumpers and things like that. <sighs> Man. I, that, I don't know. Oop, whoops. Welcome to Buffalo. Uh, Rudy Soup, what are you doing? <laughs> I hit the wrong button and Rudy Soup came up. Um, yeah, so bringing 3D Space Cadet to a real pinball machine, it's going to be a challenge. It's, it's got disaster written all over it, if you ask me. This reads like a child's homework assignment where they had to come up with an imaginary company. This is by <laughs> Game Time Television. Nailed it, dude. You win. GTT You win right now. We love you. The, the, the chat's having a field day, too. This is great. This is good for this everybody. Is, uh, yeah. I, said, I, I said that following this couple days of Deep Root. It, if it did one thing, it brought the pinball community together. You know, we all kind of jumped in on this and really enjoyed this together, so... Yeah. Hats off to you, Deeper. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. I, I hope you're holding up over there, Steve Bowden, because we love you. But my God, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, listen, Steve, here's a pro tip. Start writing a book now. Yes. Yeah, okay? <laughs> because when this place goes under, I'd, I'd pay to read the book. Hell yeah. All right. We're not done yet. Yukon Yeti TM. It's trademarked. 
designers Robert Mueller and Dennis Nordman. Uh, so think Whitewater 2.0. That way, it's, that's what it makes me think about. Uh, a goofy and lighthearted game! Exclamation point. They almost got the color into the art. They almost so. did. The mischievous and lovable teenage Yukon Yeti feuds with the gold miners against the backdrop of late 1890s Yukon Gold Rush. Features, who doesn't want a sequel to Whitewater? Oh, it says it right there. New mechs and the great multi-level flow you expect from the original. Yeah, and so the, the, basically they have some concept art for this game, and they're announcing it as one of their future themes. Okay. But sign me up. I mean, I love Whitewater. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Machine Age. You're going to like this one. Dennis Norman, the designer. Concept. You are dropped into a battle spanning ages, beings, and time itself. Help two diesel punk heroes take on the world's greatest threat in this dystopian thriller with the help of a mystery ally. Features. Open layout with three first ever mechs. Stunning video game quality animations. Are you ready to take the diesel punk heroes on the world's greatest threat? Help them take on the group? This is like, uh, dude, this is what they call shovelware. <laughs> They just fucking dump a bunch of ga- garbage products out there. Shoveling it out. Yeah. So everybody who uh, inevitably... So every time a new uh, pinball machine gets announced and it's something like Avengers or Pirates or whatever, everybody's like, oh, God, I would wish they'd stop with these movie or TV show themes. Why are they doing Stranger Things? They should do original themes like they did in the 90s. Well, here you go. That's, that's, that's what you got coming to you. Here's all your original yep. themes. Line there them up. Go. So in that sense, he is listening to the pinball community, or, or right? So in that I, sense, I, he is. I guess, yeah. I mean, right. But so people have asked for that. I mm-hmm. gave him shit for doing things that people didn't ask for. People have asked for that. So you're right, Kevin. Here you go. So, but people, pinball people say they want original themes, but yeah. when they come out, they don't buy them because it's not the right original theme. That's correct. Oh, here's dialed in. Oh, but it's about a phone. I don't want that yeah. game. And Gary Stern's known that for well over 20 years. Yeah. At least he's, he he knows something. He knows something about yeah. it. It's like it's like he's been in the pinball industry the whole life, and he might have an idea of what actually sells. Yep. <laughs> All right. Maybe. Uh, where's our website? Here we go. Title TBD. But why Ooh, why would why would you announce this? About? Why would you announce this now? <laughs> <laughs> Primary designer Ausler concept: Space pirates keep order in the cosmos by causing nightmares for the villainous trade syndicates. Progress from sorry, progress from the grunt to captain in this cosmic keep what you steal epic. Features mm. a revisioning of the classic black hole with a groundbreaking mech that redefines a multi-level playfield. So they, it's weird that they keep saying like we're just updating this old game. <laughs> well, you know what's weird too is like when I thought when I've heard about Deep Root and what they're bragging about and how awesome they are, I thought we were gonna get like Jersey Jack level pinball machines but they're just making like pinball machines that would have come out during the 80s pretty much these basic kind of games right like not sophisticated these flat games but it's i don't know it's saying they're taking the basic layout of that but then like adding all these cool stuff okay. that's gonna make it even cool better. stuff yeah cool stuff but like if it, when Some you cool stuff when you tell people like oh this is eight ball deluxe or eight yeah eight ball deluxe or black hole that's what you think you're like oh it's gonna be an update oh, of this yeah I mean, yeah exactly i mean like so sharky shootout was eight ball deluxe stern did that 20 years ago right so now somebody's gonna do that again I, I, whatever we'll see we probably won't see because <laughs> no, he's we, never gonna see the fucking light we, of day, we probably but, won't see that's true but we can only speculate all right uh website all right going down magic girl we've seen this before um so again this goes back to john papaduke and his zidware days when 
they actually made some of these that didn't really do anything, but they exist. But now they're going to finish it, I guess. So the primary designer, John Papadouki, says, In this post-medieval age, potions, alchemy, and new magics constantly shift the balance of power between good and evil. Against this backdrop of mystery and intrigue, five heroes embark on a quest to search out the ultimate secret, the elixir of immortality. Features, continuous play in an immersive C-Y-O-A world. I don't know what that means. Uh, with hundreds of plays to win. And you yet, know what CYOA means, Kevin? Who knows that? Oh, Nobody choose your that. own adventure. Okay, I knew chat oh, room right. would be on it. Choose your own adventure world. Why would... Again, hire... When you have acronyms like those... Here, here's a Kevin's writing process. Upset. Kevin's uh, getting upset. Spell it out on first reference. Nobody knows what the acronyms mean. If you use it again, and you put it in parentheses after you spell it out, then you can call it CYOA. Yeah, it's getting upset. Otherwise, I'm gonna, it's, it stands for cover your own ass, I think that's is right. what it stands for. That's um, right. Mm-hmm. Floating balls, too. Okay, there you go. So that sounds like a cool concept. The art was awesome on the original one. Maybe someday it'll exist. This is fun. Here you go. This is, this is, this is fun. It's good. I knew you'd like the show tonight. Uh, how, 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 far is, how much more have we got to go? Uh, we're, we're almost to the end of Deep Root. And then we got plenty, <laughs> but we got plenty factory out of us, everybody. We got it. We got, oh we got, good we stuff should there. have like an intermission. Like when you go to the movie, the, like, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the one people are excited about. Hey, you we're guys, talking, 2021. It's gotta be the Goonies, right? The Goonies. Are, were you a Goonies fan, Nick? No, no. I didn't have a childhood. That's not going to do it for him. I like the Goonies. It was fun. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Um, I would play a Goonies. I don't know that I would rush out and buy a new pinball machine from an unproven company based on an awesome theme. <coughs> Lebowski. <coughs> well, I mean, at least, look, theme sells. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's the thing. That's the thing about pinball. You say a theme, people will just hit order. Right. So, and you, sales. No one's going to hit order on any of these, like, made-up themes until they, the game's got to be amazing. Yeah. It, when that's, so I've seen that, too. They're like, well, if they make Goonies, I'm buying it. So yeah. it's that's the power of a theme, right? So it's smart that they have one of these. It's weird that they would tease it already, um, especially with 19 other games or however many we just read through uh, waiting ahead of it or in theory. In theory. Uh, everybody know that this says 2021 on it, okay? So we're getting Goonies next year, guaranteed, because it says it right here on this slide. All right? So when 2022 comes and we have no, no, uh, no Goonies or whatever Hey You Guys is, uh, we'll, we'll all remember that. All right, so other titles in development. If, the, if that wasn't enough, they throw a couple more out at you. Alice, which is, I'm sure, Alice in Wonderland, because that was one of the J-pop games. Yep. A, a combative racing license. Okay. Multiplex. What is that? Exactly. A popular board game license. Maybe they're going to remake Monopoly. Um, and 80s movie license, which we assume is, hey, you guys, which we assume is Goonies, so... Ladies and gentlemen, that is Deep Root. That is your big more, reveal. More, more, more talk. More talk from <laughs> Deep Root. Nothing but talk. A bunch of chatter. More, more talk. Oh, my God. More talk. Uh, they showed you the game. They, they already showed you back at the Houston Arcade Expo six months ago, except with more stuff on it. It has a pin bar and a different back box. Yeah. Um, heard almost nothing it's about it. still not working. It's still right. not working. As far as I could tell, the game under the play field hasn't changed. So this company still can't produce a, a game that can be sold and, and played. Yep. After so, three, three, four years, still can't even get one game out the door. And they're talking about making like ten games. That's that's all you needed to say. If, if somebody off the street was like, "Tell me about Deep Root," 
can sum that up in 10 seconds. <laughs> there you go. Does it all. All right, kids. Who's ready? Who's ready for pin- Punny Factory? So as, as if that wasn't enough, um, coming up, what was this? This is September 25th, which was uh, three days ago. Hmm. We got a guest post on This Week in Pinball from uh, Pinball Adventures, the makers of uh, a, th- a machine we've been talking about since day one. It's Punny Factory, kids. Let's get to it. There it is. So we saw some pictures of this, I think around December of last year. Uh, when they finally showed off the playfield, it didn't have all of the colorful um, paint on the the punny truck thing there, and the barrels on the right. Um, so let, let's go, let's go through this. So, punny factory updates. There was a lot. There was a lot here. So let's 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 take this all in. It says COVID nineteen slowed down some of our contractors, but we are happy to report they are back to work in full swing, and so are we. Pinball Adventures has now finished the first, second, and third phase of our research, development, and build process. When available, the Punny Factory will be re- retailing for $5,500 US dollars, which, okay, that's reasonable. Uh, it's actually lower than most of the other brand-new pinball machines. And will be limited to 112 units. 12 of those smart. units. That's yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for, uh, for Mafia, but they could try. Uh-huh. Limit, the, limit the supply, try to drive up demand. Mm. Maybe it'll work this time. Um, so 12 of the 112 will have an engraved Punny Factory logo complemented with black wood stain finish on the cabinet and back box at an extra added cost of 500 US dollars. So those will be $6,000. All the play fields will be identical. As an extra bonus, this, this was like, you're going to love this. Um, we'll be drawing one owner's name for every 25 Punny Factory pinball machine sold for the entire run. The lucky winner will receive cash back of $2,500. Oh, yeah. Just a way yeah. for pinball adventures to have fun and say thanks. The draw will be recorded on our YouTube channel with a picture of the winner beside their pinball machine. So, I, I just like, how can you afford to, to give back half of what you're making on? Yeah, uh, why even do that? Like, four, four pinball machines? Yeah. yeah. You don't need to do that. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. You don't, you don't, there's, there's no, no point. Okay. It's not twenty five credit to apply to their next spin. It says twenty five hundred dollars cash back, U.S. dollars. Um, yeah. So phase one, the Hyatt wood cabinets. Full. <laughs> let's let's talk about this. Um, let's go back here. So there's the cabinet. Um, only one model of the playfield. A limited amount. Twelve will have the different cabinets. This is what we're looking at: is the full color cabinet, not the twelve uh, special cabinets. The I like this. It's a um, they talk about the type of wood that they use for the cabinets. Says, Remaining 100 units will offer direct art that will be sealed onto a hard, thick Russian Baltic birch and then clear coated twice with sanding in between and then sealed. Think butter cabinet. So I'm sure it'll look great if you want Russian Baltic birch in your cabinet. Here you go. You're finally getting it uh, on Punny Factory. Not only that, are you're getting full interior graphics for some reason. <laughs> so again again this is the theme things things that nobody's asked for in pinball here it comes so These guys are solving problems that don't exist yeah i get art blades right you see those when you play it makes the play field look cooler and more immersive um do you need crates in the inside sides of your cabinet or a punny factory 
manhole or whatever that is on the bottom of the cabinet. Spoiler alert, you don't. You don't. You're never going to see it. You, you're going to look in your cabinet, you know, once every year or so when you it's need to go in there. It's dark in there, too. Yeah. yeah. Fucking put LEDs in there so you can see that shit. <laughs> and like, oh, cool. They put art down here. <laughs> Neat. Okay. Uh, all right. Again, all clear-coded twice with standing in between and then sealed. Again, you do not. Don't spend your time doing this. It's extra added cost and time and effort and something that is of minimal return. Sorry. Well, you want to preserve the punny factory for eternity. Right, exactly. You want to pass it down to your great, 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 great grandkids. <laughs> um, they have um, custom metal trim with unique powder coating. Yes, some pinball like to get their custom side art. Custom side rails powder coated or painted by the local shop at Pinball Adventures. We do this for you. Our first machine, we have chosen a vibrant silver vein powder coating color to accent the new Punny Factory's metal and gears. Add in the Pinball Adventures own newly designed apron, hinges, side rails, lockdown bar, and legs. You get one color coordinated game. Let's not forget the matching coin door, shooter rod, and bolts. So, um, the coin door doesn't match the armor. That's a little, uh, dis. dis- deceptive misleading um that so the the armor is actually like a silver color and then the legs and the coin door are black unless they're saying it's not gonna look like this but right now that's what it looks like in the pictures they're posting so um and the the silver powder coating just looks like stainless steel armor to me it doesn't look fancy at all um, when people get powder coating they want colors that pop stuff to make it stand out this just looks like standard belly williams um side armor with the side, they have some cool cutouts. Like, it's got a little cool design. It says 252 on the side, which I assume is a, a integrated theme number for some reason. So, and the, the, the gear on the shooter rod is kind of cool. So, there's that. Oh, and then that's it We for the uh, Phase 3 unique play field and wood coatings. They have a, a chart of... All right, let's... I got to show this off. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> Let's uh let's analyze the uh, the strength of the wood that is in the uh, the playfields. Living in Canada, we are blessed with an abundance of natural resources. And once one resource is Canadian hard maple, also known as rock maple or sugar maple. Yes, this is the same tree that is tapped to get our maple syrup. Um, and it, I mean, just look at this thing. They, you can see the Janka hardness of maple species. Pinball Adventures has decided after months. No one of, gives a shit. No one gives a shit. <laughs> months of testing that the best alert. best wood playfield we can manufacture would be from our very own hard Canadian maple, known for its combination of strength and durability. If that's what you're talking about on your pinball machine, you've got nothing. Like if that's like we're like, ugh, what's the high points? Talk about the wood. <laughs> Pony Factory, you're really doing it. You really did it. All right, so that's that's Pony Factory. Is there anything else here we need to cover? Let's see. Final phases. Here's the. Playfield with the the stuff and the things. Uh, written by Andrew McBain, Pinball Adventure. So you, you can follow him on Instagram if you want to see the, the progress. <laughs> Geo Vinted with the Canada A's in chat. Thank you, sir. Um, all right. Um, that brings us to the end of our Pinball Adventures adventure. But we're far from over. We got There's more news. Lots more news. So let's switch back to our photos. And we're going to go into... Ranger in the Runes. I've been doing some stuff, maybe sort of newsworthy stuff. So um, I actually worked with Nick Baldridge, the creator of Ranger in the Ruins. Um, he needed a playtester, and I said I can playtest because I have a P3 and uh, the Cosmic Kart Racing Playfield. Uh, I can help you do that. And Nick, man, 
he's a madman. So let, let me let me rewind a little bit. Ranger in the Ruins, new game for the P3 platform. P3 platform, we've talked about it. Uh, it's a pinball machine, real pinball with cool. You want to talk innovations? Here's a pinball machine with a lot of innovations in it. It's got a screen under the main part of the play field. Walls and scoops that pop up, interchangeable uh, ramps and, and shots in the back. Cool stuff. So Plus it exists, Kevin. It, it it's exists. A real thing. They, it, you could buy it. You've got it in your house. <laughs> Imagine that. They brought it to market. They innovated. They brought a product to market, and you can purchase it. And then they talked about all the innovations that they've been doing, and they've been adding yeah. new products. So um, yeah. this game, so you would buy the Cosmic Kart Racing Playfield, which is a game uh, where you can, you know, it's, it's like, think Mario Kart, but in pinball form. Uh, so once you have that play field, you can go to the multimorphic store and buy this game. You can get a whole add on game for your, your pinball machine, turn your pinball machine into a whole different rule set, everything, graphics, sounds, lights, shows, everything, 150 bucks, which in the world of pinball is a freaking steal because you pay a thousand dollars for a stern topper. Uh, you pay however much for the pinball, you, you, like the pinball, pinballs you buy every year probably cost 150 bucks. Um, this game's cool. So it's a roguelike experience in pinball form where, um, so we start up the game. It's a one ball game by default. You get one shot to get as far as you can. Um, you're along the way you're collecting items that do things to gameplay. They either boost scoring, work towards multi-balls. Uh, one of the, one of the options shows you the effects of the other uh, items that you pick up along the way, because otherwise you're kind of figuring it out as you go. Um, uh, the scoring is pretty straightforward. It's got the arrows all over the playfield that show you what the shots are worth. Um, so it's a it's a score rush game. You're trying to score as much as you can on one ball. Collect items as, along the way. It's kind of the ultimate mashup of old school pinball with the next level of technology. And I, I really like it. I really like what Nick has done here. It, it goes to show that's the, that's the thing about P3 that excites me the most is it's just like new content, new cool stuff. It, it, it allows people like Nick to say, I don't have to go full deep root and create a whole company to build pinball machines. I can just go and build off of this platform. I can program on it using their software development kit and and bring a game to life. It it took him like seventy six days or something like that to to go from start to finish on this game, which I could barely as a tester I could barely keep up. <laughs> he would have updates for me after uh, about uh, after like the next day he would have a whole another build. Um, oh, Stephen Silver says talk about the ghost. I am going to talk about the ghost. There's a question in the um, in the Q and A that I will get to that, but um, to touch on it quickly, um, so the items you collect are left behind by ghosts of other players. So um, you talk about connectivity and pinball. A lot of people think high scoreboards. They think head-to-head play. Here's a really creative way to implement internet connectivity in pinball. So the items that you collect are left behind by by the ghosts of other players. When you die, the items you have go out to the server and they get fed into other people's games. So... um, the, the way you play, it will impact somebody else down the line. Really, really neat stuff. Really creative things. Uh, interesting ways to bring internet connectivity to pinball. I have no doubt that we're going to see more of that coming from from Nick and, and the P3 folks. So um, uh, along those lines, I, another, uh, I don't think I was able to get this photo in there. I was not. So um, talking about connectivity in, in multimorphic games, another cool thing that we did 
was we debuted Twitch Connect, which, again, on the Cosmic Kart Racing Playfield, that's a game that they recently added the uh, online play to so you can play head-to-head. But now uh, there's Twitch integration, so players in the chat can play along with the people actually playing the game. So the things you do in chat will impact the gameplay. So, for example, I'm playing, and somebody drops 100 bits, and they say blackout. It blacks out the entire game, so I don't know what the shots I'm supposed to hit or anything. I can't see anything on the screen. All the lights go out. Really cool um, effect on the game, and I say really cool because it was my idea. So (laughs) um, that was one of the things. Another thing was reverse flippers. So that was another uh, bit-related one. There are also a series of non-bit related um effects you could have on the game so you could just by entering commands in chat you could play power-ups so part of cosmic heart racing is there's power-ups in the game like mario kart where you can get a speed boost you can get a shield you can uh you can put up blocks in the game which is kind of cool so the 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 walls i can pop back to this so you can see uh, where that purple line is across the play field that's a wall that'll come up there's scoops and then walls in front of those so uh, in cosmic heart racing, one of the one of the items you can collect is a um, is a well, actually one of the items you can collect is a boot a block you can play on the other players. So the chat room can play those on you. So they can they can mess with you. They can play blocks on you. They can help you by doing um, the um, shields or the boost things like that. So it was really cool, uh, a fun way. We had a, a three way stream going. It was me, Jerry, and Gamma Goat, um, Ian Harrower, and the different chat rooms were all playing for us and against us. I was, I was in there rooting people on. I was cursing them out when they were playing blocks on me and blacking me out. So it was really cool. Um, another interesting way to, uh, bring internet, uh, connectivity into pinball, but also be a benefit for streamers too. Cause like this, this, this boosted chat interaction, it gave it our viewers something interesting and unique to do. Um, and so if you're looking to kind of differentiate a little bit, as a streamer, this is a cool way to do it too. This is, this is the only place you're going to be able to do this. Um, so that is uh, Twitch Connect. So cool. Looking forward to doing more of that. We'll have more of that coming up on the channel as well. So follow us on Twitch if you haven't. Twitch.tv slash Buffalo Pinball for all that hot action. All right. So I, I don't think I got any pictures of this in either. Um, we can jump over to here and we can talk about Jersey Jack has teased some big stuff coming in October. Uh, their first update said their next chart topping hit is coming this October. And then just last week, there's a f- big group photo of everybody. They're all masked up, but they said they're working hard to make our October a memorable one. And uh, there, so there's some cool stuff coming from Jersey Jack. Stay on the lookout for that. And we can't wait to see what's coming from those guys. We always look forward to their games. They're unabashedly, they're my favorite games. So. Uh, you know, we're the Jersey Jack Shills. You can look at our uh, our podcast comments and, and see that. Uh, another thing that happened was the Stern HDMI adapter, which is an interesting thing. And I couldn't get this picture right side up, so I apologize. So it's sideways, but turn your head if you're watching. And uh, I put a penny there so you can see how small it is. So this is a capture card that allows you to grab the signal off of the Spike 2 board and feed it out to an external source. So if you're streaming, you can get a direct feed of the display instead of pointing a camera at it. You can uh, put it on an external monitor if you wanted to show it in a bar or whatever, throw it up on your TV, you wanted to make the display bigger. Um, 
And so this is uh, this had gone up on the Flipping Out Pinball website. Zach Manning posted about it, and he put a little video up. And I was like, I grabbed two of them. They were thirty nine dollars each, I think, plus shipping. And I was like, because I was like, hell for the price of that. So the I had already had a capture solution to gra- to grab these things, um, to grab the signal off of my Jurassic Park using a series of parts they order from China through AliExpress. And I wrote up a guide on how to do it because it's kind of convoluted and the, the pieces and parts you had to get were very specific in particular. So I put a step-by-step guide how to do it. Um, and that was a great, great uh, kind of workaround to grab this signal. So the, the problem, if you're not familiar with it, and this is kind of some, some behind-the-scenes, in-depth Twitch streamer stuff, but if you want to grab the signal off of a, a screen in a, in a Stern game, you have to have the an adapter. So it's not a straight HDMI or DVI or standard connection. It's this um, LVDS signal, which I guess is pretty common in laptop computers. But um, so you need something to convert that LVDS signal into something you can get into your capture card. And this is a, a quick little solution to get that done. So it's it all ended up being like in the ballpark of, of ordering all this stuff from AliExpress and, and piecing together it from, from China. And so I was like, hey, for the convenience of just being able to plug this in, plug in a, an HDMI uh, card, let me grab a couple, and I'll, I'll have them around. If I end up getting another Stern game with an LCD screen, we can do it. So this got quickly pulled from the Flipping Out store. Um, so unfortunately, they're not available anymore. I did do a, a write-up on it. I, I didn't do a write-up. I did a video on it on our YouTube channel if you want to see it, uh, how it installs, and also um, how it looks once you get it set up. I will recommend it. It's uh, a great card for the price, uh, 39, 39 bucks. Hopefully, uh, you know, there's been talk that the price is going to go up. Hopefully, that's not the case. But um, if you're looking for a capture solution, this is a great way to go. If it ends up being more expensive and you need a bunch of them for a bunch of your games and you want to do it on the cheap, you can do the uh, the other way, the AliExpress um, China way. But it takes the, the other downside of doing the AliExpress orders is that it uh, – it takes a long time for the parts to get here. It took like a month or two almost for me to get my parts the one time. So it takes a while. So, um, yeah, there you go. That was that. So if you want to check out more of that, check it out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Buffalo pinball. And, uh, you can see how it all works and, and how it fits there. All right. Uh, here's the thing I was not involved in. It's the Scorbit launch. Um, Nick, have you heard anything about Scorbit? I have not. Okay, so Scorbit has been kind of lingering out there in the tournament scene for a while. Um, I think at Indisc, it never drains in Southern California. It made its debut as a way to get a direct feed of scores off of games. So not necessarily capturing the whole display, just grabbing the number data and pulling it into a stream. Um, So Scorbit officially launched. Uh, Its pricing is a little hard to, to kind of wrap your mind around but it, it, it makes sense. So if you buy one, it's $300 for the Scorbitron, which is the board that you put in your pinball machine. But then on top of that, there's a monthly fee of $4 a month. So not only do you have to buy the board, you have to pay a monthly fee to kind of get this, keep the service going. If you have multiple machines, there's discounts, I think starting at four units. And then up 26 plus units, you can get them for $199 each. And it's a $20 total fee monthly to keep them going so for me it kind of remains to be seen the benefit of doing this um beyond tournament streaming like i can't figure out why i would want to have this in my machine at home maybe i just haven't been 
exposed to the right things. My, my, the light bulb moment hasn't gone off, but I think internet connecting machines is cool. What can it do beyond scores that will make it cool for home buyer? Um, or, or it, is it worth, you know, pinball streaming tournaments? There's like, there's no money to be made there to begin with. Right. So you're going to add additional cost onto machines that you're trying to stream for a better end product. Yes. But is the return on your investment going to be there? It's going to be, that's going to be a tough sell to me. It's also a tough time to put this out with locations closed. There's no, literally no tournaments happening. Um, so it just seems like, uh, a hard, I mean, you had to, you had to launch eventually. Maybe, maybe it, it'll come out and like a year from now it'll really take off and, um, the, the benefits will be there and more obvious to everybody. But if you want to check it out, uh, check out Scorbit, uh, and you can maybe, um, tell me why it's awesome and why I should have it. Okay. Let's go to the next item, which is fun with bonus. I don't know if you heard about this. So they're actually, um, pivoting. Steve Bowden is pivoting fun with bonus. Uh, after 300, 3,005 consecutive days of posting pinball uh, content. So from July 1st, 2012 to September 21st, 2020, a total of 3,005 consecutive days I've been posting about the pinball scene. That has ended for now. However, the site is not closing. It's going to undergoing a transition. Since I am rules designer for deeper pinball, I am biased in certain aspects. will be rightly called, by, called that by others as I continue my career in pinball development for this company. To address this, I've decided to make funwithbonus.com mainly a deep root focused online presence while adding my perspective as rules designer. Although the site will be more focused on deep root, it will not be deep root only. I will continue to bring attention to other happenings in the pinball scene as I have done before. However, my posts will not lo- will no longer happen every day. My goal is to produce better content moving forward. Some of the sections will be brought over to the new style. For example, I plan for the new pinball dictionary to remain and devote more time to expand it with more entries. Other sections may be retained as well. The site is now in a maintenance mode as I transition. Thank you for the motivation over these past eight plus years. I hope you continue to check out funwithbonus.com when it changes over to that new format. Uh, And he encourages folks to check out This Week in Pinball in the meantime for their pinball news. Which So I just wanted to give a a, a literal and figurative tip of the cap to Steve Bowden for eight years of of pinball content. That's no small feat. And I remember when we really kind of we're coming into the scene. He was already in it, making these posts, and uh, it, it was a go-to place for me, for sure. When I when I was going for pinball news, so good job, Steve. We look forward to seeing what's next from from FunWithBonus.com, and thank you for the uh, the years of your uh, your service, your content service. Uh, Nick, you want to talk yes, about sir. operating pinball in 2020? Uh, How's it been? Yeah, yeah. So non-existent. I mean, we just not doing it you know places are closed um you know places have asked us to get machines out uh the few places that we have machines at it's just people aren't really playing pinball or we're just even saying we're not gonna do it it's just not worth it so yeah it's a this is a total lost year it's crazy in terms of uh, operating pinball yeah it makes you wonder how I mean, the the story has to be similar for a lot of folks, and we're seeing a lot of it on Facebook and social media and stuff. Bars and arcades are trying to reopen, even though you know laws are against it right now, or, or guidance from from governors in your areas. Certain parts are opening, other parts aren't. If they're opening, they're opening at limited capacity, which 
you know, I've, I've been reading about certain bars and things like that. I'm not a bar owner. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of the business, but from what I've read, they make their money on the big days. So like Friday, Saturdays, when the rush of the crowds come in, that's when they make their money and everything else is just kind of filler. Now they're not getting that. They're just getting the, the slow limited, um, income on those, those, uh, restricted capacities. And it's really not sustainable. Um, so I just think it was interesting from a from a operator perspective. You know, you route machines. You you don't own a business, but even from that standpoint, it's not been a an effective year for you guys. No, we're not making any money off pinball. Yeah. Um, you know, and that makes me wonder what's happening to like the new games that are coming out, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Avengers. You know, we're we're not. We would always buy new Sterns. Every time a new Stern came out, we'd buy it. Sometimes two copies of it. And, uh, you know, we're not doing it. I can't imagine a lot of places are doing it. It just doesn't seem to make sense. So, you know, the home market is only so much. And uh, Location Pinball has really exploded over the last 10 years. So they've uh, these companies have to be hurting. You know, you just can't go out. Maybe some places are still buying games, but I just... You know, it just just doesn't seem to make sense. Pinball is just one of the things that, like, I don't know, man. I don't know why you want to go out in the pandemic and play it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I love pinball. If you don't have it at home, it's, you know, you get the itch. You want to go play. But the risk, the risk, why risk? Um, You know, I I think back to um, the beginning of the pandemic and this week in pinball did a, a special where they interviewed a bunch of folks in the industry and then. I wasn't there for some reason, <laughs> but, um, you know, and I, I, I said, it's, it's even at that point. So a lot of the manufacturers, rightly so it's in their best interest. We're like, it's going to be great. We got good things coming. Stay tuned. They had a very positive outlook, but you know, I, I kind of looked, I sat back and I was like, there's going to be a ripple effect here because if businesses close down, they're not going to be buying new pinball machines. There's going to be fewer people going to play pinball if they can't even at all. So they're not going to be making money to buy the new games. If they do reopen, who's going to want to go out and play in a pandemic? This was way at the start when we really had no idea what was going on. But still, even now that we're understanding it more, I wouldn't go out. Um, And then, you know, so that's going to eventually. So not only is it going to, it's going to start with the owners, the bar owners, the operators. And it's going to work its way back to the pinball manufacturers. They're going to, their sales are going to go down. And then... Eventually, I think we're going to end up losing some of the smaller manufacturers if this keeps up. If, it, if we don't turn this thing around, there's only so yeah. many people at home <clears> that can afford to buy pinball machines. Zach Many from Flipping Out said that um, Avengers Premiums are selling five to one over pros, which tells you that the premiums are going to home buyers. Yeah. Mostly, I'm sure like folks see the the cool ramps and stuff, and like are like, well, I'm, if I'm going to have this on my location, the the premium locations would buy all these and premiums anyways. But those are your home buyers, for, by and large. The street operators, like you guys, always bought pros, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's yep. that's because they're they're cheaper. You get your return back, and there's less to maintain on them, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, you know, it's it's a. a negative outlook but i think it's realistic and you know just hearing from from folks like you who actually do this is just like you know 
hopefully hopefully we get past it all soon i don't know what else to say and we can we can get back to to getting yeah. hanging out and, and playing pinball together no it's a bummer because i mean i i spent the last three years like putting a lot of energy into getting pinball machines all, all around buffalo right and definitely accomplish that goal all to have it kind of wiped out like i feel like we're going to go back several years like in just the the hit that it's going to take yeah i know it, it, you know we came out of the 2000s which were terrible because of the the recession and everything barely pinball barely made it through and now it's it's getting set back again you know like you said for buffalo we had built up this big uh tournament and 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 league scene and then you started the operating business and everything like that it's just yeah definitely it's it's a it's a gut check for sure yeah all right. Well, on that downer note, <laughs> let's talk yeah. about um, some some folks who could some folks who could use your support. Let me let me pull these up, and then we I can show them off. Uh, all right. So bear with me here for one sec. All right. Let's pop over here, and we can take you to. Um, there's a couple of pinball documentaries coming out, which are uh, they have either Kickstarters or GoFundMe's. Um, this is one that I've been following for a while. It's called Arcade Dreams. Looks pretty cool. You can back them on Kickstarter if you want to see this come to life. Um, I always like a good uh, pinball or arcade documentary, so you can check that out. Um, the other one is Skillshot. Uh, it's a, a documentary about competitive pinball, and they're actually running a Rally Up raffle, similar to uh, Pinball EDU. But they're using the the proceeds to fund mm -hmm. this. Uh, it's going through the Pinball Asylum, but it's going to fund. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of this. But Pinball Asylum is a five hundred one c three, so that's why they're able to run the the raffle. Um, and so he the uh, the folks behind this uh, asked for a shout out. So here you go. There's uh, two two documentaries, pinball and arcade documentaries. You can support if you so choose. And there you go. let's go back here and the other thing is uh cabin fever they have a gofundme going this is in our, our viewer listener q a but uh i'll bring it up now since we're talking fundraisers um so nick tell the folks about cabin fever cabin fever yeah. is my favorite pinball bar period uh it's in toronto and um i don't know the the vibe of it is it's it's pretty an intimate space. It's uh, the bar is basically built around pinball, right? I mean, like it's not a bar that has pinball. It's a pinball place that has a bar. Uh, it's got a cool vibe to it. It's got um, like records along the the walls because I think you can actually buy some music there as well. Um, I don't, I'm doing a terrible job selling it and hyping it up. I'm. Uh, I don't know, Kev. Sorry. Yeah. So the 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 way you guys might know it is, um, it's been the home base for our international pinball battle, the North American pinball battle with uh, City Pinball versus Buffalo Pinball for the past four years now. So every other year we yeah. go to Canada and that's where we play. Um, so Jeremy Wilson, the organizer of the the uh, fundraiser on GoFundMe, just search for uh, Save Cabin Fever on GoFundMe. Um, he says, I was wondering what it takes to get a shout out about my fundraiser for Cabin Fever. It's getting hit hard by the pandemic. Let me know. Thanks. Um, so in the write-up, 
Uh, it says 20 years ago, there's barely a couple of pinball machines on location around Toronto. Pinball was effectively a dead pastime for most relegated to the dustbin of history. Then came a resurgence started pinball started showing up again and dedicated places to drink a pint and play some pinball came around like cabin fever. Cabin has been the premier spot for pinball in Toronto, providing a dedicated space for both the inter- general public to enjoy pinball as well as IFPA sanctioned tournaments for internationally ranked players. Don't let the pandemic kill pinball location again. Uh, location pinball again help cabin fever survive to play another day so if you're so inclined and you're you have the ability to um this is a, a pinball spot that nick and i love highly recommend sh- showing them some support we we threw a little support their way as buffalo pinball because um, we want to go back and hopefully we'll be able to soon um so mm-hmm. good luck to them they've already raised 7500 out of a thousand dollars over the past few days that, j- that shows you how 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 loved this place is uh, yeah. and how well supported it is so help push them over the top get them to that ten thousand dollar goal and uh save cabin fever we love you cabin fever all right uh let's go moving all the showdown i think we're almost to the showdown let me see i gotta jump back to my my rundown here uh yep i think it's time ladies and gentlemen it is it time is. for the showdown uh i just gotta bring it up here and uh, where's my showdown window here we go this in over here should i go to the uh, i probably should go to this link uh yeah you can and i'm going to uh i'll run you through it on the screen too yeah 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 um so we want to go let me just swap it over here theme off so okay this was uh inspired by gamma goat ian harrow where he posted this in discord and i was like this is amazing. So um, I showed it to Nick. He's like, you're not supposed to show me this stuff until the show. But uh, I went through it. So over the course of a few days, you know, we, we ran through and put the ridiculous themes from Deep Root and Pinball Adventures head to head. And I won't spoil the, the actual winner. But here we're going to have Nick Lane do his picks of each category has one Pinball Adventures theme and one Deep Root theme. You got to pick one over the other. So let's right. let's, let's start the let's start at the top. Fire and brimstone versus Punny Factory. All right. Well, listen, this is a hell of a matchup because I really <laughs> want to see both of these go to round two. I know. This is kind of like should be the finals, but I want to see fire and brimstone. Okay. I just want to see fire. I want to. You know how religious I am. <laughs> I just really want to see this happen. All right. Um. Yeah. But you know, it's. I think. Pony Factory is going to move on by default simply because it's going to exist and Fire Brimstone won't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is just about the themes. It doesn't matter beyond that which theme you got to pick. I know. One. I right. know. I'm just I'm adding that little commentary there. All right. So, all right. Alice, Alice in Wonderman, Fruitomatics. Fruitomatics. Yeah. yeah. Love the name. Fruitomatics. <laughs> so I just realized. You, wanna, like, you have friends over. You'd be like, you might go downstairs and play Fruitomatics. There so, you go. So these are. These are. What moment of scene did you just buy? Fruitomatics. <laughs> Fruitomatics. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I went to Fruitomatics. <laughs> the uh, the seeds are a little different, so the matchups are a little different than uh, than Ian's. But so we'll, we'll hopefully we'll end up with a different result. But the, this is different. The so the 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 first two of each are the same, but where they end up in the second bracket are a little little different. So it would it wouldn't have been Fire and Brimstone against Fruitomatics in round two, for example. Uh, oh, it won't really be that. So it won't be exactly the same as it, but. Yeah, the the end result is the same. Okay, so Gladiator uh, versus Ninja Mania. Ninja Mania. All right, yeah, that's the right choice. Yep. Okay. Yukon Yeti. 
UConn like Yeti alliteration versus Canada, Canada A. A. Canada A. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Canada, you gotta easy, go Canada easy, easy, easy. I want to see all the Canada stereotypes. Oh yeah, awesome. Joe Chiravino, awesome. the pinball machine. Let's go. Uh huh. Food truck versus sushi mania. Sushi mania because I think there's gonna be offensive things in there, unintentionally <laughs> offensive, and people can. I want to see people get bent out of shape about it and argue on Facebook and inside. <laughs> Let us sit back and eat popcorn. Let me Can't just say wait. that's a huge upset in the uh, results of the other, um, the other poll because food, food truck food truck went far. Food, food truck went food far. Food seems lame compared <laughs> to uh, sushi mania and like the don't they have a backlass artwork for it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, looks yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Sushi mania looks really sushi. bad. Yeah, uh-huh. it has mania in it. Yeah. So all right, space pirates versus first class. I want a pinball machine about flying. Yeah, you do. That's <laughs> that's the right choice. Yeah, about being in first class flying though. Oh, Not yeah. coach. Because you know how luxurious, Kevin, it is to sit in first class. Oh, my God. It's the best. Yep. It's the best. you got to have that experience and put it in a pinball machine. <laughs> Merlin's Arcade against That's Whack. We remember That's, That's Whack. Whack. That's, That's Whack. whack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, this guy's crushing it. Look at this. This guy's crushing it, man. That's Whack. That's Whack. Again, you want to play uh, Fruitomatic or That's Whack? I want to play That's Whack. machines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so machine age versus elements. I don't like either. Can we just get rid of that? You can pick neither. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, you got to pick one. one of these. Yeah, I so don't. So machine age is deeper and elements is uh, the other. Pinball I don't even know what elements is. You was remember what that is? I don't remember. Some, some nonsense. Well, let's give deep root machine age so we can just knock it out. Okay. okay. All right, move it forward. Machine age. There you go. <clears throat> so two of the. Uh, Two of the deeper games advance. Yeah. And the other are all <laughs> pinball adventures. <laughs> You're really doing it. All right. Yeah. Fire and Brimstone against Fruitomatics. Oh, God. Oh, God. This, is, this is tough, Kevin. <laughs> I know. It's hard. This is tough. I, I really want to see a religion-themed pinball machine. I really want to see it. I really <laughs> want it to happen. All right. I want to see how it's right. done. Fire and yeah. brimstone. We might see, you know, yeah. fire and brimstone might be the, the, the race yeah. horse to beat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Ninja Mania versus Canada A. Canada A. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, easy. Uh-huh. Easy. It's going to get really tough next. All right. Sushi Mania against First Class. Uh, first class. All right. First class. Air yeah. travel all the way, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's whack against machine age. Uh, that's whack. For oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Not even, uh, that's not even a question. All right. We're getting, this is when things, things are getting fucking real here. We're in the semifinals now. So we have. Let's fight. just, let's just send first class to the, to the finals. Okay. Cause it's going to beat that's whack. First class. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Fire and brimstone against Canada. A. Oh my God. I know. I, you know, I said it though. Oh my God, let's go. Move them on. Move them oh on. God. Oh my God, Fire is right. <laughs> <laughs> Submit scores. Here we go. All right, in the grand finals, it's Fire and Brimstone against First Class. I'm sorry, uh, Attack. Jesus won't be in Fire and Brimstone. Okay, this is Old Testament only. This is like when God is really fucking pissed off, right? He's like angry. <laughs> he mad. What's he gonna be? <laughs> 
the number one seed against the number 10 seed. First, uh, first air, air travel or the Bible? What's it going to be? Bible. The Bible. Bible. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, there Get we go. The- <laughs> I want to see this shit happen. Yeah. Come on, Robert. Come on, buddy. You had to know the philosophy major would pick fire and brimstone. Come on, kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That is it. Your grand champion, fire and brimstone. Against all those, all the rest were almost all uh, pinball adventures. Shoot the ram five times to kill your only child or kill your firstborn. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a feature. It's one of the the major selling points of uh, Fire and Brimstone is that it's about religion. So there you go. Outdoing all of the pinball adventures themes, Fire and Brimstone coming out. Yeah, the burning bush toy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, let's do some Q and A. Again, attack! You're you're pissing me off. That's New Testament. Come on, <laughs> he's trolling now. Yeah, he is. All right, let's let's move. Let's wrap this up. This is a. All right, we got a few Q and A's. Let's bring this home. Thank you to Gamago for coming up with that amazing idea. Yeah, that was there you that was go. That's great. Good all stuff. Right. You did it. You did it. Uh, all right, so Jeremy Wilson, we talked about with the uh, cabin fever GoFundMe. So we got a couple on uh, Twitter from Proco. Question one said, I saw Carl has removed the ball guides for, to the ramp on 24 for his WM challenge. I thought that was supposed to be 20. Oh, oh, his, uh, he's trying. I was like, what the heck is the WM challenge? He's trying to get for the wizard mode. That's what it is. Uh, alongside other modifications to make his gameplay stupidly difficult. What is the hardest a machine was set up that you had to play? Uh, I don't know. I got one. While you, while you think about it, I'll, I'll give mine. Um, it had to be the Hobbit that was at Pinburg. I don't know if you got to play that, but man, was that game set up ridiculously hard. I think like scores were like you would get 10,000 points on that if you were lucky. <laughs> it was just so hard. No center post, lightning flippers, steep as hell. Um, I'm trying to remember what else was like. If you got like a couple shots in on that game, you were lucky. It was it was death. Um, mm. So for, it had to be had to be uh, had to be walk, uh, Hobbit at at Pinburg for me. Any any tournament games come to mind for you? I mean, what 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 popped to my mind is just what they do to Iron Man, which is already a hard game, and how they set it up. Oh at, yeah, uh, Pinburg. Yeah. It's just like it's it's. It's just brutal, man. You're lucky if you get a couple shots off on that game. That's they, it. They, it's funny how they take a game that is like normally not a long playing game. Like I understand like taking a game like Hobbit and you've got to like you got to make it hard so you can't have somebody up there for an hour, right? But like Iron Man's not that type of game, and they still just <laughs> still just make it like like in, in, in a way nobody would ever set it up in their home, right? Yeah, and Mashmo and Chad said I didn't know Hobbit could be hard. That's that's the point, like. And, uh, you know, we talked to Kiefer about it, too. It's like any pop, people are like, oh, but it's a long playing game. It's slow, whatever. You can set any game up to be brutal and, and butt kicking if you wanted to. Um, but, you know, the the point of Hobbit in a home, at least, is a long playing adventure where you're trying to play through the story. Um, but in Pinburg, you can't have that because you got to keep the rounds moving to keep everything on time. And they do an excellent job of, of calculating all that by playtesting throughout the year with uh, – with tournaments leading up to the event and things like that, making adjustments to, to keep the, the rounds moving. Inevitably, you end up with a world poker tour that takes forever, at least once per uh, per show. But 
that's when you end up with the top level players on a game that's set up a little too easy and then they just go to town on it. Um, so his other question was, since Deeproot plans to do a lot of network stuff and Kevin has a P3, do you use the networking things on, on that regularly and which parts? Online, live versus co-op, uh, competing shop updates, et cetera, et cetera. So we talked about this before, Cosmic Heart Racing. Um, the online play is cool and Multimorphic runs uh, occasional tournaments. They, they'll like coordinate uh, online play night where we all get together and play. There's a Discord where we can get together and coordinate uh, heads-up matchups. There's, I forget the name of the uh, the location, but there's a place in Pennsylvania that just got two P3s, and they have them set up for online play with Cosmic Kart Racing, so you could get on and play with folks there, which is cool. And um, so yeah, I've been doing that. They have the Twitch integration, which is great for me as a streamer. Um, we you know we did the first stream of that a week or so ago, two weeks ago. Uh, the network, the online updating is not there yet. Um, the shop, you don't actually buy games on the machine. You buy them on, uh, multimorphic.com and then you download them to USB and install them that way. I imagine down the line, they'll probably add all that in, um, to be able to do right from your pinball machine. And then also like in, uh, Ranger in the Ruins, it just happens. You don't have to actively go out and participate in an online thing it's just internet connected all the time as long as you're online doing the the drops from the other characters and bringing them in and you sending yours out to the other players and vice versa so um yeah so that's how i use it it's very cool to have at home and uh like i said part of the motivation for me to get the cosmic heart racing was so i'd be able to play with other people during a pandemic and it's given me the opportunity to do that it's been really cool so looking forward to what's coming on online next um, his other comment was, have you seriously used a phone for dialed in before to that? I will say, yes, I tend to use it anytime I stream it. It's a fun way to, um, kind of break up the stream, like midstream. I'll usually do, be like, all right, let's do a phone game. And it's an interesting challenge to give you. So if you didn't know, you can pair your cell phone with dialed in using the Bluetooth adapter in it. I hadn't been doing it recently because over the course of the, uh, the beta test program that I'm part of, they disabled the phone feature. Um, but when it's active, I definitely do it. It's fun to do uh, on stream. It's a fun challenge to use. It also gives you some benefits. In addition to flipping with the phone, you can push a button on the screen to cash out your Big Bang at any time, which is cool. Um, so while it makes the game harder, you can't nudge unless you're, I guess you're flipping on your phone and put it down and nudge. But um, it gives you a, a plus in that you can... Uh, you can use the big bang whenever you like instead of having to hit the target. So some cool stuff, some innovating, innovative features there, and it definitely uh, fits the theme. So um, that is dialed in. So that brings us to the end of our show. Um, thank you so much for watching, listening, however you consume the the, pod, the podcast, the, the vodcast, the thing we do live. Thanks for watching live. Um, if you haven't yet, you can follow us on social media. They're all at the bottom of your screen down there. Uh, buffalopinball.com is our home base uh, we're on twitter instagram youtube you're gonna want let me let me just throw this out there you're gonna want to subscribe to the youtube channel ring that bell ladies and gentlemen ring that bell for notifications we got some cool stuff coming uh, youtube.com slash buffalo pinball uh, facebook.com where we have a group slash group slash buffalo pinball there and don't forget we are on discord discord.gg slash buffalo pinball to follow us there if you want to send us an email, you can do it at talkpinball at gmail.com. If you want to support the channel, you like what we do, you want to see more of it happen, 
Uh, you can sub us on Twitch, uh, or you can use your Twitch Prime to sub us for free. Or now if you're a YouTube person, you can click the join button to become a member and back us there. You'll get some nice perks in addition to some uh, emotes that you'll get to use in live chats anywhere on YouTube. They allow us four right now. If we get two members, we'll be able to add some more. So go on there and check it out. Um, I appreciate that. If you want to do PayPal, it's um, buffalopinball at gmail.com to send some PayPal donations. Uh, if you want to um, support us, you don't want to throw some cash, totally understand. Uh, way you can do that is dropping a review on iTunes. Um, you can go to This Week in Pinball in the um, Pinball Promoters database there. You can review us there. So there you go. Um, and with that, Nick Lane, what do you have to say to close it out? Love everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye.